of Worcester presents Woo Stories. Hello, and welcome back to the Dream Team podcast with a group of kids who changed the world. We're here to talk about the big topics that affect our lives. This episode was recorded on December 18, 2020. We wanted to know more about climate change, so we invited Aswira Pasha to help us understand more about the important issue. Aswira is from India and has two master's degrees in sustainability and environmental science and policy. She is a climate and environmental planning fellow who works for the City of Boston Environment Department. Her work involves improving the negative environmental impact of buildings in Boston by focusing on how they use energy. First of all, I want to thank you guys so much for allowing me into your club today. Uh, I'm very excited because all of you seem so much fun and I want to make friends with all of you. We're diving into something really important today. Uh, You've heard it in all sorts of names. You've heard climate change and global warming and climate crisis. There are so many names and it all sounds so scary, but I am here today to break it down for you. Climate change is happening all around us and away from us in many places. It shows up in many different ways, like the Arctic and the Antarctic icebergs melting, islands disappearing underwater, scary hurricanes, animals losing their habitats. It's a big problem. Thankfully, we have the most important scientists in the world thinking about ways to stop this, and organizations and people around the world are working to fix this. I would love to talk to you about all the different ways people are acting on this issue and how you can help. But first, we need to understand what climate change really is. So for this, I would love it if you guys would like to follow along with an activity. Are you up for it? So if you just stand up and find a spot that's kind of clean around you, there's not too much stuff around you. Yeah. All right. So now I'm going to ask you to pretend to be the earth. So what does the earth do? It spins. I'm going to ask you all to spin very slowly. Don't hit anything. So now as you're spinning, you have all these plants and animals growing all over you. And you also have humans growing on you. And these humans are pretty smart. So now they start throwing blankets on you. As they're doing work and they're functioning, they're throwing these blankets on you. Are you starting to feel a little hot? Are you guys starting to feel a little bit hot? Is the earth starting to feel a little bit hot? Are you feeling a little bit of sweat? That sweat is the polar ice caps as they're melting, right? And these blankets were getting on top of you and they're making you sweat. The earth can't take those those blankets off by itself. All right, all right, let's stop swimming. I don't want you guys to to fall down. The idea now is that we've thrown a lot of blankets on top of the earth. Now we want to take some of these blankets off.
what got you interested in learning about climate change? Oh, man. All right. So I have a story for you. I was about seven or eight years old. When I went to the zoo, uh, we met somebody that we knew and they said, why don't we take you backstage, you know, where they keep all of the animals that, you know, they keep for care and for protection, to take care of them. And they introduced us to a little chimpanzee baby. And um, when they opened up the cage to the little chimpanzee, he jumped out and then jumped onto me. And then he wanted to hug me because they said that I was around the same size as a chimpanzee mother, who here is like around seven to eight years old. So you're around the same size as like a chimpanzee mom. They told me that the, the chimpanzee had lost his mother because of deforestation. You know what deforestation is? It's when people cut trees down. And so he didn't have a home anymore and he lost his mom. I was always very sad about that. And as I was growing older, I realized not only is the chimpanzee being affected by, you know, the loss of forests, it's being affected by so many other issues, such as, you know, plastics in the ocean and habitat loss. I realized that all of these problems were interconnected. And when we focus on sustainability, you can really start to solve a lot of problems like the plastics in the ocean, the homes for these animals, the islands, it's too much heat in the forests. And so it was that one story for me when I was really young that really helped me become so passionate about animals and the environment. If you'd like to know, the place that the chimpanzee came from was from Indonesia. And Indonesia is doing a lot of really good stuff now to protect the chimpanzees. How do you know when the climate is changing? Sometimes you don't, you know? Do you feel like this year's winter is different from last year's winter? Not really. You don't really know what's happening. And that's why so many people have trouble believing it. But we have a lot of weather information that tells you what's happening. So, for example, one of my favorite examples of information is there is this giant telescope and an observation center in Hawaii, in Mauna Loa. And this observatory has been taking uh, temperature readings of the world since the 1950s. It can tell you every single day what the temperature was in the morning and what the temperature was in the evening. What was the carbon dioxide reading in the air and it has this information, you can see it on these, on these maps. And it shows that, you know, as you see the temperature year by year, the average temperature has been increasing. That's how you know the climate is changing. So it's always important to look at the science and look at the data. And I know you guys are very smart, so you will do it too. about climate climate is climate the word describes average weather in a location at a particular time so for example what do you what do you think about when i say the word summer in worcester to like have a hot temperature 
and maybe there's not a lot of rain, kind of like a maybe drought and dry. Okay, now tell me what you think about winter, when I say winter. There's ice or like sleet, and it's like really bad outside and, and cold and freezing weather. So now, can I ask Olivia to please tell me what she thinks about summer in Hawaii? Summer in Hawaii, I feel like it's really warm and flowers would be able to grow better there than here. I feel like there would be storms and it would be really warm and then you would kind of see people dress different there. And what do you think about winter in Hawaii? Hawaii, it's really warm because it's warmer than here and I feel like it wouldn't snow there. Exactly. You guys have done such a great job of explaining the different climates of two different places at two different times. And so you expect the weather to stay like that generally in this region, right? But climate change is when this climate begins to change over a period of time. When you're talking about when it snows in like different patterns, one year it was a huge storm of like snow and it was like really, really bad. Um, now, like, in, in the past few years, it hasn't been that bad of snow, so it, like, keeps on um, changing the patterns of the climate. Very interesting. I like that you brought that up, because one of the symptoms of climate change are storms, increased number of storms. So the snowstorm that you're thinking of from a couple of years ago, that was one of the impacts of climate change. The polar vortex had moved and had changed the flow of the air and had brought all of it lower down from the poles. The, the reason for that is because the heat in the air had made the poles not cold enough to keep the cold air where it's supposed to be. It ended up pushing it down. And that's why it was affecting us the way it did. Isn't that fascinating? Are there any other important questions people should ask about climate change? There's just so much that is affected by climate change. But I think the biggest question people should ask is, how does climate change affect where I'm living? Today, we are all in Worcester. So what is Worcester gonna look like in the next 10 years, next 20 years, next 30 years? The information that the scientists have dug up and researched and found says that Worcester is gonna get a lot hotter. So you remember how it was so hot this summer they say that the, the average temperature was around 69 degrees, but they're saying that, you know, as time goes by in the next 20 years, it's gonna rise to 71 degrees. And then the year after that, it's gonna continue to rise by the same degree. So they're saying by 2060, we can expect it to be at about 75 degrees. What might happen is that a lot of the bird species that live in the areas around Worcester might move away. And so wherever you move in your life, 
it's very important for you to just check in and see, okay, you know, how, how is this place going to change in the next few years? What I thought was really cool is that I never knew what quarantine is. I thought it was just like a small thing of like the weather and like it was nothing else really. But then when you're explaining it, it got like more detailed and like what it more is. So it helped me understand what it is today and like the patterns of it and like what it does to the ecosystem. So much goes into climate change, despite the amount of people that like are aware of it. There's a lot more that goes into it. And I think that's pretty cool. The efforts that are being made are still making a difference. I, I like that. I learned about how much ways people hurt the world and save the world. Something that comes to the mind in climate change before she explained it, toys before, and then toys nowadays, they aren't as good as the toys before, and they've changed since, like, 1933 from 2020. That's an interesting observation, Olivia. In what way do you think that connects to climate change? How does that make you think of it? So say an old book compared to a new book, like I was searching through a box of old books that my mom used to read, and I found a book that didn't even have a cover on it. And that's how you know how old it is. You know what, Olivia? That made me think of two things that's kind of cool. So the first thing is that the, the old book you described with the cover off of it, that's because people used it a lot, right? Like they weren't taking very good care of it and it needed someone to maybe repair it and look at it and say, you know what? I think we should put a new cover on this or we should um, we should take better care of this book, right? Yes. Yeah, and that's kind of like what Aswi is saying about the planet. Like, we've been using it so much, but we haven't been taking very good care of it. And so now is the time to look at our planet or our old book and say, I think before we keep using this, we should think about some ways to fix it so that it will still work in the future. The world is scary and there's so much stuff happening, but just because you're in your eight years old or nine years old doesn't mean that you can't make a difference. There's so much power in your hands, you have no idea. There are so many ways you can bring about change. And I want you to think about that while you're going to school and studying. So I would like to ask you to think about looking into how you can personally bring about action. And there are so many different ways you can do it. Some role models that I would ask you to look up are people like Autumn Peltier, who is the chief water commissioner for a tribe in Canada. She is, I think, 16 years old. There's another girl named Likipriya Kangujam, who is the youngest climate activist in the world, and she's only nine years old. And then the most famous of them all is Greta Thunberg. She lives in Sweden and she is also doing some amazing work. If you'd like to learn more about climate change and how kids like you are fighting for climate action around the world, you can go to www.worcestermagovernor.gov slash youth hyphen opportunities. There, you'll find some resources we made to go along with this episode. 
This is a podcast created by the Division of Youth Opportunities. Thanks for tuning in. This episode of Woo Stories was produced by Jayla, Mackenzie, Liza, Angel, Jaden, Shaquille, Olivia, and Ellen, as well as a few others in our group who have decided not to share their name. Our group leaders are Shaquille Ajay, Jaden Scott, and Liza French. And our theme song is Gone by Mora Beats. This episode was edited by Liza. Thanks for listening and see you next time.